Greetings everybody, I'm James the Dungeon Master and welcome to this episode of Room and Bard. Joining me today we have Bron Vito playing. I don't think I want to be here anymore after listening to what happened. Wiley Ciotti. And joining us today we have Tyler playing. Hi uh, there mate, uh, it's me, Joe Beehive, and um, they called it a quiet year, but oh boy, it was uh, quite <laughs> yeah, wild. I don't think it was anything but quiet. Anything <laughs> but quiet. Alright everybody, we are starting arc three of season two. We are getting into the hot mess that is the continent of Alfana. I hope you guys are all ready. Let's just go ahead and whisper on into it. Last time on Room and Bard, Tyler and Bron Vito got to join me in helping create a collaborative world where their characters, Wiley and Joby Hive, are now entering into. Through this, in the game Quiet Year, we got to experience the previous 48 weeks of what occurred in the region that we are now going to explore together. Tyler and Bronson each got to add their own unique twists onto the world, in addition to their own mysteries and things that I now, as a DM, have to work into my hardly crafted story and somehow make canon and not just super annoying to deal with. Good luck. If I remember right, I think we we mentioned that it was like Vito was trying to add like fun new... No, like, no, no. It was He was trying to come up with something... Like, cool and mysterious. You're trying to come up with something, uh... Fucked. No, no, no. It was... You said it's like, I'm trying to come up with something practical or something like that. And James is trying to make stuff dark and mysterious. And Vito's is trying to fuck everything up. And so, by our powers like, combined, yeah, we played The Quiet Year. <laughs> and now, after 48 weeks of playing The Quiet Year in-game... I wish it was all a game. rejoin Wiley and Joe... Inside of the shack of Arcanus Halfhammer, who has just finished telling the story of what has happened and led to these events. I just realized he's Arcanus Halfhammer the Grafted. <clears throat> yeah, because he's got he's got wild legs or something. Like Arcana that, he? the Grafted, because he yeah he he's uh, got he he, he got grafted legs. new legs on himself. Yeah. Arcana Halfhammer received a vision that heroes were going to come and save. Alfana from some impending doom. Little he, did he know that it was just Wiley who was nowhere near a hero. <laughs> he, and a bee. He began spreading these words and was basically picked out as a heretic. However, he grew a small following of people that followed him to this old abandoned town that was destroyed in the maelstrom and the previous cataclysms that occurred. <clears throat> Uh, in this town, the runes of a castle keep and castle wall were there, along with a bunch of broken down buildings. After acquiring a couple small groups of people, they began to work together to sort of discover the secrets of this land and settle it. However, in the process of this, through a portal inside of the keep, Polinia Halfhammer, his niece, arrived. <clears throat> she stayed for a couple weeks, but quickly learned and determined that her uncle was crazy. Or at least she decided he was crazy because he expected other people to arrive and take care of him and the people of this town instead of doing it himself. So Polina, Polinia, Polina, Polinia. I know, but it's Polina, her, uh, Simulacrum that she yeah, has. Yeah. Polina. Gathered a group of hardened soldiers and headed north to find more assistance for this village. However, a few weeks later, they returned without Polinia. None of the soldiers, the few that did return, uh, would describe what happened, except that Polinia told them and made them promise to take care of the town and its inhabitants. Shortly after, it was discovered that a strange mutated type of kawaii e-girl octopus arrived, known as the Land Kraken. Swimming through sand... You're welcome. <laughs> it caused chaos and destroyed many buildings and people. The volcanoes of Alfana began erupting, and chaos ensued as the land was covered in inches to meters thick of volcanic ash, which... After a group of mysterious dwellers from underneath the land showed up, known as the Undercrafters. 
I'm so, did you just say meters to inches? From a few <laughs> inches to meters. meters. Inches and meters are different measurements. I don't care. <laughs> They're imperial and welcome to D and D and metric. So it was just full. a couple furloughs and <laughs> and king's foots. <laughs> About four hands high. I, I wonder. Oh, we're measuring ponies now. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a pony that's four hands that's high. True. That's true. <laughs> it's like yeah. four and a half to five yeah. hands high. Not only that, his owner has teeth made of real horse. Isn't his owner dead? No, he never died. Damn it. At least I don't think so. Did a. Uh, What's his face die? I don't remember. All I remember is that he has teeth of being a real horse. Uh, throughout all of these events... Yeah, it's Tim Wayne. He never died. Tim Wayne. Yeah, he never died. Okay. <clears throat> he swam really well. Um, throughout all of these events, the people of the city came together and worked together. However, uh, catastrophe after catastrophe occurred. Part of the city is uninhabitable due to a magic poison. Um, and the giant tree that stood in the center of the town. Sadrasil. Sadrasil. <laughs> that sprawled oh, that really over good. a canopy large enough to cover the entirety of the inner city and out to its walls, then began raining the bones of children. Upon being broken open by an earthquake, bones of children then began pouring out. During all of this, a group of mysterious monks arrived. I'm, I'm, that taking, spoke I'm taking no some words. contempt points, by the way. <laughs> Still, they moved outside the of the village and began setting up their own monastery. Bones. I don't think I'll ever get over that. Yeah. Fucking kid bones, millions of kid bones in a tree. I don't think I'll ever get over that. Arcanus lost some legs, became paralyzed, then found himself bartering a deal between limb cannibals and the undercrafters to graft him new legs. And then discovered that the magic that was allowing resurrection to happen on this isle was through the sacrifice of children's that were used to as a conduit to bring their life energy into the life energy of those who had already passed away. And then their bones were being fed to the tree by the quiet or mute monks. And I'm pretty sure that is also backed up in the journals, which were clearly judges' journals that we were reading a long time, all, all along while we were playing the quiet game. Yeah. Correct. Then, once again, the sign that the heroes and saviors were to arrive came, and the people began planning a party. And as they planned the party, a ship arrived in the bay with Judge... Nope, I lied. With <laughs> Joe Beehive... I looked at Tyler and I was like, it's Judge! Uh, with Joe Beehive and Wiley aboard. One thing you missed, I'm pretty sure there's a quite a bit of civil unrest. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also, I mean, airships, a war, well, a bunch uh, yeah, of other things. Yeah. yeah I'm just hitting a little bit of points here the, so we could get through it because it didn't seem the, like Bronson wanted to actually let me through it at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Joe Wiley, the two of you are inside of a semi-dilapidated shack. As this town was rebuilt and the moderate to decent homes were reconstructed, nobody really considered worrying about Arcana's Halfhammer. And so this shack is made out of what appears to be reclaimed beech wood, um, as in wood from the beach, not the beech tree, beech wood, um, driftwood, scrimshaw, parts of boats, the old village that was here, and with a hefty layer of ash. Sorry, um... You described what it's made out of, but I still don't know if whether or not this is just some random shack or the Ralph shack, because they're basically made out of the same thing. <laughs> this is Arcana's Half Hammer's yes. shack. It's the Arcana shack. <laughs> Ralph shack is like 10 stories tall. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, a tower. It was a hotel. Yeah, it's a hotel. <laughs> but it's still shitty. shitty. <laughs> yes. But it doesn't look shitty yeah. until you start digging under yeah. the surface. But yeah, okay. So, and if I so this is basically on the beach. So, um, where we get off our ship, still so many questions on our lips. And he's like, "No, no, no, in time, my child." And what do we see as we rock up to this fucking crazy city? Uh, you see a large, gated, and walled city built out of the the wall. Seems to be a mix between. Um, traditional stonework, masonry, like like granite and uh, marble. But then you also see there's large swaths of this wall, which look like maybe were repaired at a later time, made out of this like black inky stone that's just polished glass smooth. And th beyond the wall, you see this massive 
glowing tree that is raining what appear to be bones, but very small bones. Uh, is it uh, <laughs> is that tree raining bones, or am I hallucinating again? Oh yes, 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 yes. I don't remember what my voice was like, but this is me voice now. It is in fact raining the bones of the children. So that was definitely not your voice, but all right. It doesn't even matter anymore because I'm going to die this episode anyway. <laughs> you know uh, okay, how? Okay, thanks for the foreshadowing. Also, fucking children bones. Oh yes, you see, a long, long time ago, this tree known as Sadrasil began raining bones. And by a long, long time ago, I mean like 30 weeks or so. In the bones, they fall from the sky. Then there was an earthquake and the tree broke open. And as we investigated it, as I previously told you, I don't know how you guys missed this point, it was filled with the bones of what appeared to be small humanoids. Because I can't, uh... Get over the fact that it's fucking filled with children bones. Oh, it's just the wee lads of the village and countryside. I'm taking a contempt point. <laughs> well, so that's the thing is, it was it caused everyone to take contempt points in the quiet year. Does it just give disadvantage or something in five <laughs> e? It just makes Wiley mad. Any spells <laughs> cast within visual sight of this tree are rolled with disadvantage yeah, as so. the tree absorbs the spells in order At to secure more. Ethereal storage space for the bones aboard it. And then no concentration spells can be cast because the tree keeps on distracting people. <laughs> because they're like, bones? Concentration automatically fails while within, you're in reach of the tree. Well, mate, uh, it's, it was a pretty fucking crazy story you told us. Yeah. Um, uh, and 100% true. Not a part of it made up on a whim or off the cuff at all. It was a true story. Uh, Look at me legs. You can tell they're me legs because they're made out of lizard. Real lizard. God. Does that guy have real so, teeth the of horse? All right, we're not doing yeah, this. Yeah, no, no, he does. Did he you know the Undercrafters too, then? This is not going to be the next I, blank mancer thing. I knew the Undercrafters as well. That's how I got my teeth made out of real horse. Mate, and why did you not tell us that there's yeah. a cool little <laughs> subterranean... Species that could do shit like that. Uh, how was I? Uh, oh shit! You knew we were coming to fucking Valfana. He jumps upon his pony and I guess I'll see you later. And begins riding away. Uh, Tom Wayne rides again. <laughs> <laughs> so have him, mate. Uh, yes. It's, how can I help you? What do you make of this? The whole time you were telling the story, well, the whole time we were crossing over, we found this journal of what appears to be one of Wiley's old mates, Judge, and it yeah, seems Did you say Judge? Yeah. No, he Judge, said, he said, as in he the said, unholy trio. No, he said Judge, not George. Well, from what I heard Wiley wailing about when we were in prison is that he was some kind of robot man. All right, first off, I was not wailing. That That's fake news, all right? I <laughs> never did that. Where's Ralph around here? <laughs> I... Do believe you are speaking of Judge of the Unholy Trio? X Unholy. No. He used to be a part of it. Yeah, I think he used to be the Unholy Trio. Judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, and then he lost his memory. But that was like 400 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. No. That was only a few weeks ago. No, he uh, tried to cross the maelstrom like two years ago. Haven't heard from him since. Perhaps that is. All because his daughter died. Well, hold on a second, though, mate. Yeah. Remember all those people we picked up while we were sailing across, and there was all this time fuckery? Yeah. And I feel like in the story you told us... Aye. Well, there was... Well, first of all, there was that one ship that was like ghost people, and it mm. aged every second. <laughs> every second it aged. <laughs> every minute it aged 60 seconds. <laughs> Oh, that man, sounds yeah, so weird. That sounds like some time key magic. Yeah. But yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of time shit going on. Especially in the Maelstrom. I mean, it's possible. Wait. But also, there's those people that, in the journal, we saw that apparently they did some type of ritual. Do you think we sailed back in time? No, because he's here. Yeah, but how do we know he wasn't there to 400 years ago, or whatever. I, no, no, that is not what, no. I do not believe you have sailed through time. 
I believe simply you do not know who your friend is. Judge. No, I don't think you know who <laughs> no, my friend is. No, I don't really is. know who he is, nah. He literally doesn't know who he is. He's never met him. So... They have quite a bit of similarities, though. It's strange. It's Sounds really like weird. a great bloke, honestly. Yeah, I know. He's great. But, I mean, it's kind of strange how similar you are James, to each James other. James won't respond to my Discord messages about whether or not he's evil now. <laughs> I know. That's kind of that's kind of rude of him. I mean, sus. That sounds very sus, man. <laughs> yeah, it does. It yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, according to the journal, no. I would assume he's evil now. But he, here's the thing, though, mate. So Judge came here, and I guess we're kind I, of here a little bit. It would to, appear that he did. To, but specifically to look into resurrection magic. I can tell you, resurrection magic is not real. It's, it sounds like it's about kid bones and shit. No, you can't bone kids. That's very illegal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, and what they're doing with the tree isn't <laughs> illegal. <laughs> yeah, it's all real fucks, mate. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So was it... But also, so I, that's not true because Wilbur... Was able to bring you back from the dead, even though you're only dead for like a well, minute. Right, but apparently this mystical form of of resurrection and long lasting life that Alfana is known for was all it's all um, hearsay, a little bit, or a it's, little bit, or they're bending the but, truth quite a bit. But we know that the kid bones played a part in some of it. But then there's also those weird pond people, the mercurial elders. That the, those they also. They're not they, the ones they that seem do different. The, yeah, yeah, they're not young old. They're old, old, old. Yeah. May I ask you all a favor? No. Yes. My niece has disappeared, and I need to know where she is or if she is alive. Well, and mate, we just is... we we could definitely go look for her, but man, we just came across the ocean <laughs> through oh, a no, maelstrom. By all means, take your time in this village, shop. I mean, Do whatever. I, I will say I'm kind of interested with the uh, magical bones that people can wield as weapons now. That's kind of cool. I do know of something I could tell you that is not a very public knowledge. All right. Go ahead. I mean, we're supposed to be these heroes, I guess. Yes. I have seen visions. And yeah, in okay. these visions, I have been given direction by who or what. Uh, I do not know. Cool. But... I do know that the keep in town here is now yours. It was built for your two arrivals. However, when we rebuilt it, there were, there was, I believe it is still there, a, uh, how do we say, stairway going down. But anyone who attempted to walk through it was turned back around. I saw in a vision that you too had something that could open that stairway and perhaps uh, some of the answers you seek may be down there. Wasn't there something like that in that uh, temple you were telling me about before? That temple of Songstruck? Wasn't there some kind of weird door you couldn't but you could walkthrough or something. I'm going to roll a history check because I personally don't remember. Okay, go ahead. I might also just be completely misremembering something. Oh, well, that is a 19. Uh, yeah, in the Temple of Songstruck, there were a few places that you could not get through um, <clears throat> until you kind of, like, repaired the place and you found, like, different amulets or artifacts and stuff that opened up more areas of the temple to you. So you got some kind of an amulet? Uh... The only thing I could think of is the clasp thing that we found. Um, I knew a cool cloak. Oh, yeah, yeah. I that's, that, that's about all I can think of. Otherwise, I mean, I don't think I have anything else that looks amulet-y, except for... Did we take that locket from the tree? <gasps> no, I don't think we did, You actually. remember that your uh, crystal instrument that came from the Temple of Songstruck? Yeah, yeah was used to open one of these hidden portals. Ah, uh, wait. My uh, crystal violin, I did open something with, so maybe that would be something. It's a good thing I brought it with, because if I didn't, <laughs> we'd probably be fucked. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or we'd be safe. Yeah. Because we right. don't know what's down that's there. That's true. Mm. All right, well, I appreciate it, Hefema. Um What do you think we should do with our crew? Oh, yes, uh... 
I see you have some crew about you. Because it, it sounds like there's a bit of a civil war brewing. Perhaps your crew stays and uh, mans your vessel. Yeah. Keeps it ready in case of uh, need of a readily available escape. All right, all right. We, we should probably have them off of the dock for uh, like a, way, a little bit of a ways, don't you think, to keep them away from well, hold possible on a second. attack? That, but also, like, just like a couple of weeks ago, this place got hit by a terrible, oh, that is terrible true. calamities and stuff like that. Uh, dire Shrimp might get fucked. <laughs> that <laughs> if, is true. If things keep going that way, you know, if we keep getting crazy stuff happening... So, um, yeah, I would say we'll, we'll maybe we'll take, like, half of them with us for a little bit of shore leave and nice awe and awe. They can kind of relax a little bit, join a civil war, you know. <laughs> wow, you just pour, this, like, does a jester tour, gestion, gest, jester? Jester, yeah. That's je- not it. No, no. <laughs> it's a gesture. 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 I, um, I, I said that, and I'm like, did I just say jester? Because that's what it sounded like, but gesture to uh, the town. This is what you consider relaxing. It's a dream raining fucking bones. Okay. So Maybe he was lying, right? <laughs> I'm sensing some stress. Oh, really? Perhaps you go to the keep and you have a good night's rest and things will be revealed to you. There's enough room there for your entire crew if you wish. Yeah, I, like so yeah, I think we'll take half and then have them hang out for like a couple of days and then send them to swap with the other people. They'll watch the boat and then we can kind of um, rest ourselves a little bit. Alright, fuck it. Hey, maybe we can find uh, some new people. So they got lots of drunks around here. Yeah, no, I was saying, maybe we can find some other people to replace the crew that we lost. Yeah, yeah. I just true. hear people walking and talking outside his, like, very poorly insulated shack. Oh, gotcha. So, fucking eight-foot-tall swimmer guy walked right in, but no one else did. What, no? <laughs> <laughs> and then he I-ho silvered away. <laughs> I-ho silvered! <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I want to go kind of check out this this tan. All right, yeah, let, let's go wander and see what okay. this town is like. You guys begin wandering around the town. Um, despite it, a lot of the buildings looking newer, the town is still in kind of rough shape. Well, even walking from the docks up to the town, I mean, it was a, a good enough distance where we had to start projects to get water moving that yeah. far. So when we're walking up it, do we like see way off to the side, like a bunch of fucking krakens moving around or something like no, that? No, no, you don't see anything going on. <laughs> okay. Um... The town itself, though, I mean, it's it's pretty sizable. I mean, it, uh, inside of the city walls could probably house 1,500 people if it was built properly. Right now, it probably houses somewhere around, like, three or 400 people. As we're walking to the town, Wiley just talks to Joe kind of, like, softly. Because it's ju- is it just us, or is it, like, Half Hammer with us, or is it just... Well, Half Hammer's with you, and then the half of the crew you're taking with you is with you. All right, so uh, Wiley's just whispering to Judge, so they're kind of in their own conversations. Wow, like, Judge is here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Damon. I, I miss you, Judge, but don't let, don't tell anybody. All right, I'm but don't tell you. I'm gonna kill tell you. you. I, I might have to kill you, so don't tell you that I miss you. No, uh, Joe. Uh, no, we're looking around here. I think this guy's making up shit about those land krakens. That just doesn't seem plausible. And right. then, right as you say that, <laughs> I mean, who would ever believe that? Right? That, that sounds a weird. land kraken t-shirt salesman. <laughs> right as you say that. Uh, you guys reach the gates of the city, and peering down from above the gate, Ah, hello down there! I don't know what this voice is I'm doing today, but apparently everybody has shifted. I'm Todd Keith something Schitzeberger. What's his name? Ralph? I'm Ralph Schitzeberger. Fuck, you guys, I don't know what's happening. Wait, he's <laughs> up on top of the wall? Yeah. Ralph himself? Yeah, Ralph himself. himself. I'm Ralph himself, <laughs> and as you can tell, this here is my town. You see, the right there, there's a big building with a big old R on it that's glowing. That's Ralph Tower. 
You look like some fine adventurers who like some good old luxury stays. I'll tell you what, discounted rate for you two folk, because I can tell you look real good. You get top floor Ralph Schitzenberger Towers. And you know what? I'll tell you what, your first night's on Ralph himself. Yeah, I, uh, thanks for the offer. Mate, try and be diplomatic a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay? I, I got this, okay? You're talking to the diplomy. Diplo- diplomacy. Rolf Towers, 100% guaranteed here. to be safe from land krakens. Y- you can, uh, I'm the diplomacy master here, all right? I've never <laughs> failed no, you're not anything. <laughs> all right. Hi, everybody. I'm James, your dungeon man, sir. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for the offer. We already have a place to stay. Uh, also, I'd say that's more of a shack than a tower. This tower was built... In two weeks, it looks like a shack. By my own hands, it, it's Ralph Shack. It's a Ralph Shack. Pure imported colory glowy stonies. <laughs> Mate, uh, definitely like we said, appreciate it. Um, we actually own the keep, though. I do like the glowy stonies. <laughs> Pretty sure I own the keep. I've got a room on the top floor. Not anymore. No, no, no. The flag is your room, <laughs> if I remember right. <laughs> You're right, but also the room attached to the flag. I have to say, I do like the glowy, colly, stony thingies. Those are kind of cool. Either okay. way, well, lovely to meet you. We'll, we'll definitely uh, take audience with you eventually. Rolf Schitzeberger. I you don't can believe find that's me his anytime name. You keep you saying that. You seem that, but I'm pretty sure that's not your name. <laughs> it, Rolf Shits I'm, on a burger. I'm pretty sure it is your name, and, but no, you just keep no. saying it. Yeah, you I'm, can I'm, find I'm, me anytime you need me. If, if right I remember correctly. Keep, over there, above, on the hill. There's a keep. You can tell it looks yeah. like a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, it's ours. <laughs> yeah, Don't the top floor. Like that's mine. You can find me there anytime you need me. No, no. I mean, I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks for being great. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, you too. And he just like stumbles away. Uh, uh, off the wall and falls no, to his death. Somewhere else. I class levitate on him and then push him over a little bit and then <laughs> stop <laughs> levitate. And he gently touches down on the he ground and walks he away. He gently shits a burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm you pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Half Hammer told us that his name wasn't Schitzeburger. Pretty sure it's like Strammerberger or Strugerberger or Scrubberger. But I, I definitely, like that, I definitely, I'm pretty, I would remember a name. Begin smelling a delicious smell, like a cooked meat, waif, waf, wafting its, oh, wafting its so way long. through the the gates. No, it's wafting. It's wafting. It's definitely it's wafting. Wafering its way through <laughs> the gates. Man, look at that wafer. Oh, it smells so good. And Are the gates closed? They're open. Okay, cool. As you guys uh, continue walking, right as you get in there, right on the left side as you enter, there's a small um, building with a wooden carving of a burger, and in between the two patties is like, uh, or oh. in between the two buns. A cartoon it, poop? No. <laughs> is... <laughs> is a meat patty in the shape of a laying down R. And you just see a small teen girl behind the uh, the window of this place reaching out. Ah, uh, hello! Uh, welcome to Schitzburger Burgers! Uh, this is... A, this is a... No. <laughs> yeah, I, we get it. Whatever it is, we get it. It we has get it. R's on the, it. The sad thing is, is I am hungry and we haven't had a hot meal in a long time. We're My- having a special today for new uh, you get a small Schitzeburger with a deluxe fry uh, and a drink for one gold piece. Make it free and I'll take it. Maybe. <laughs> Sir, I'd lose my job. Yeah, well, just, um, you know. I'm pretty sure you're too young to have a job, so I think Ralph is breaking some laws anyway. There's no laws here except for the ones that Ralph wrote. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, if I... burgers aren't your thing, though, you can go around the corner. There's a, a Rolf Shack there that serves fresh shakes. It's a Rolf Shake Shack. <laughs> is it? Is I look towards Half Hammer. Is there any other kind of food around here? Uh, not really. No, he incorporated the whole town. <sighs> are we going to get sick from eating this? No, I don't think so. Also, there are gold per burger. Well, it's, it's a whole meal. <laughs> Wait, where did you guys get money? Did you tell us that you guys had like nothing? Yeah, we don't have anything. They're probably the undercraftians. That's that's what we're doing. We're trying to get money from passer throughs. <sighs> but then how do you guys get the food? Oh, we 
we can't afford to eat at Rolf's restaurants. Wait, what, what do you eat? What is it made out of? Uh, 100% pure grade A burgers. <laughs> Wait, I, what, what, what was that? That's uh, 100 USDA certified land cracking burgers. Can I see the pamphlet, please? Uh, the nutritional facts? <laughs> yeah, sure. The nutritional fact pamphlets were outlawed by statute Rolf 13? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I wish I had to touch poison. <laughs> it's all I... poisoned. <laughs> Half of them get cracking like a fever. <laughs> Still, that is a weird-ass name to name a disease. Why, so, why did they when we look that? over the town, we see a fucking, what, like seven-story robot building walls and yep. shit like that, and we it's, see... It's as tall as Rolf Tower. Oh, shit! Look at it. It looks like the... Uh, the, sto- the, yeah, like the, the stores from my hometown <laughs> put together. It's so weird. Yeah, you mentioned Yeah, we, uh, we found that buried in the field. We thought it was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in my hometown, I had a... Super specialized, just builds walls. Yeah, I, in my hometown, I had, a, had stores that kind of looked like the separate... Yeah, yeah. When we, when we found it, it was uh, in a bunch of different pieces. There was some pants and some shirts, and yeah. Uh, then then somebody accidentally stumbled upon some sort of control stone, and they all f- changed formed and turned into the together. And wow, they were different than they were. They once were, yeah, before, it was right? different than what they had been before. It. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Incredible. I've heard of that. I've heard of it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to go now. Uh, I hope you have fun just uh, exploring around the town. But who are you again? Because that's not a voice. It's okay. I, it's it's from the leg I'm prosthesis. Cra- crackle, like it changes fever. my voice, and I also have crackle-like a fever. So. <laughs> uh, and then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, mate. I, yeah, I see. Okay. It's weird that he just kind of just left, right? Yeah. I we need Wiley to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, he doesn't. But Joe, you stand alone in front of this teenage brace-faced uh, girl trying to sell you uh, Kraken burgers. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, thanks, but maybe we'll be back later. Five silver pieces. Last offer. That's five silver pieces. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get sick from it. Okay, four silver pieces <laughs> and five. Copper. So you don't even deny that. <laughs> Four silver pieces left. Final offer. I don't have any. I don't Satisfaction have. Satisfaction guaranteed. <laughs> Wiley Wax. <laughs> I don't trust that guarantee. Even a little. <laughs> Wiley walks back. Hey, uh, I just thought of something, Joe. Do you realize that the heroes that he was waiting for are animals? It's a fucking cat and bee. Yeah. That, that's weird, isn't it? Do you think we'll have like a big kraken follow us around? Because that's an animal. One could only hope. Wait, yeah. are you a cat? I thought you were a tabaxi. Which is a... Yeah, it's a cat folk. No, you can't. No, no. They get real offended if you call them a cat. You should be very careful using those kind of words around here. I might have to kill a girl. Okay, mate. I mean, I'm, it's, it's getting really close. All right. I've had a nap yet. You, and it's... you got so pissed at people for forever for calling you a cat instead of a tabaxi. And now you're flipping it on them? No, no. I never, I didn't even know I was a tabaxi. I just hated how they treated me like mate, a cat. I think all you the need time. to be institutionalized. I might be. I honestly, I don't know. I might be. There's no winning with you, is there? <laughs> that that, that storm did some fucking key. shit with That's me. That's it. Store's closed. <laughs> Go home! <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could. I honestly wish I could go home right now. I don't want to be in this town. All right, you go to the keep. I go to the keep. All right, you get to the keep. Uh, it's a big uh, stone keep. It looks exactly like how you pictured it. Uh, square with one round tower and a flag with a giant R on it made out of black lettering and a red background. Should we take the flag down? I'm burning it down, yeah. yeah I wish I'd burn it down because look how shitty the keep is made. I mean, you might yeah. like you might like the other the end of it, and somebody might start inhaling tall. it. The keep is solid too. It's not shitty made. No, the keep is good. But I'm just saying, it, you you might like the cigarette, and it might you know uh, crumble down if fair, you do that. Fair. We might get smoked at. Yeah, yeah. Are there any guards out front or anything like that? Nope. Hmm. Definitely not defense. I walk in the front door. You open the front door. Now that needs a little bit of oil. Uh, it opens into a large, uh, like, ballroom. Okay. How nice is it? It's great. 
It's got wooden floors with uh, like marble tiling. It's got a couple granite pillars in there and some braziers as well as a large candlelit chandelier well, in the you can center see where of the room. All, yeah, wow. You can really see where all their resources went. Yeah. Don't well, know why they thought a keep would be the best thing to make when said, you know, and then they're living in shacks made of ash. On the back wall is a double staircase that goes up and splits left and right. And behind the staircase on the bottom is a door that goes into the further reaches of the first floor of the keep. I'm going to go through that door. Oh, we're going, okay. I was going to say, that we, door. We, could, two, we could each go up a different one. It opens up into the kitchens. In the kitchens are a handful of people who are working and they look like servants. Hello. Honey. Welcome to Rolf Schitzerberger's keep. Nope. Nope. I'm sorry. New management. Oh, uh, good. We hate that guy. Yeah. yeah where's yeah, uh, Where's the current, you know, keep master? Keep master? Owner, uh, whatever you want to call him. Owner? That would have been Rolf. Who, who is the one under Ralph? Oh. Schitzerberger Jr.? His son? Or is it some kind of offshore son that he, it's like... <laughs> or is it a title? They're not related. They just kind of look like, but he's smaller. So uh, Rolf just calls him Schitzeberger Jr. Do you or, hate this guy or too? Or Little Schitz. <laughs> Do you hate that guy too? Yeah, he smells. Okay, who's under him? I am. Okay, great. You're, so you're the wait, head wait, of... Wait, 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 Does everybody else hate you? Of course they do. I'm their boss. I mean, they have a point. I look towards one of the other employees. <laughs> they kind of side eye you like, oh, yeah, they got a point. <laughs> all right. So all is there anybody here in power that people don't hate? So we send all these people onto the boat and we have our crew man the keep now. Is that what we do? You ain't going to find a cook as good as me in all of Adenac. Uh Maybe we'll keep you, but you can't be a shitty person. I'm not a shitty person. So Ralph forces you to be shitty to them. Of course he does. Yeah, yeah. It's in the contract no, we signed. Sense. All right, all right. Well, wait, wait, wait. Who puts you have to be shitty to your people underneath you in a Ralph contract? Ralph Schitzenberger does. does. Yeah, yeah. It's a clause. It's, it's in giant bold letters. He writes it in all different languages. It's an elven, dwarvish, halfling, underwall, common, common. And um, the other one I'm forgetting. I don't know. Primordial. I, primordial in all of his contracts. You have to be a dickhead to people underneath you. It's part of his book series that he wrote called Five Steps to Being a Successful Businessman. Step one, treat everyone under you like they're garbage so that they'll learn to respect you because you're better than them. Uh, you got to right. read these books. You know, I want to say that doesn't make sense, but now I'm starting to realize I think that's kind of what I do. We're starting a... a, a a brand new seminar right now. God, am Guess I the what? Ralph of the You group? guys all get paid for it. It's a paid seminar. Wow! Joke, Forget joke. everything that Ralph had you do. And That's just gonna be hard. He used <laughs> hypnotism. Joe, Joe, be, 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 be honest with me. How much do we get paid? Is it more than the two copper it, pieces a week? Am I... Am I What's the... Am I the Ralph of our group? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what have I done with my life? Dyer Leopold was, but then he died. <laughs> and now you are. And now he's dead, Dyer Leopold. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I'm just going to I think I'm just gonna go, like, walk into the land crack. Do you want us to stay cooking food? Sorry, I got a little aggressive there. <laughs> no. Sometimes I get really excited when I get to do things, because usually Rolf, all he has us do is rub his feet after a long day of walking. I... But we then again, he doesn't walk very often either. Most people just carry I can him imagine. around. I mean, you can just say no to him. No, then you get fired. And if you get fired, you know, there's a rumor that if uh, Ralph Schitzelberger fires you, you get crack-a-lack and fever not soon after. What we want you to do is we want you to run this place however you think as your job entails should. So if you think you should be making breakfast, lunch, and dinner or something like that, great. Do that. How many people are living here then? Uh, probably half our crew. How how many is that? Well, I mean, all of our crew will, but they won't be here at all the time. Do you want us to bring food to your crew? Uh, if it wouldn't be too much. Okay. So and hey, hey, it, let me ask you: Is it dangerous outside the walls? At nighttime. Okay, just at night. Well, during the daytime, it's pretty, pretty normal. But then again, you know, with the big old storm out there and shit, it can kind of be wow. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so go, we have what around thirty here? people total in our crew. I think we're down to like twenty four. Let's just round it to twenty five. Well, eventually. there's thirty people who work here in the keep. Uh, yeah, and for now, uh, are you, are, do you have a 
Are you able to afford to live on two copper a, pe- a day or whatever you said? Two cop? That well, that would be about uh, two copper more than Rolf was paying us. <laughs> oh wow! Um, All right, well, we'll start off paying you that and let us know. Two copper a day? Yeah. Okay, hold on. We, uh, there's a lot of ma- that's sixty copper a day. Yeah, that's six silver. That's six silver. We're gonna be rich. <laughs> I, hey, I was hearing that this place uh, had some bad governmental structure, and I see how James is wait, putting it together now. Wait, so that's six gold a Who's week? Who's James? Uh, yeah, so some food. So can, can we afford could, six gold a week? Yeah. For, is that total? No, 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 six silver a week. Six silver a day, you said? It's six. And you guys take care of everything in the keep, right? Yeah! The livery, the... Is there like a blacksmithy? No. Okay. He yeah. just he's his own thing in town. Okay, and then but the kitchens and then yeah, basically we, maid we clean, service and we all maintain that shit. things. If you need something, you can ask. We keep the fires lit. We keep it clean and dusted, and now uh, we cook uh, three meals a day. And do you guys live in the keep here? Yeah, we li- we all live on the first two floors. Okay, good, good, good. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, we just live on the second floor. Sorry, I, I, was, <laughs> I have a demon in me. I was dipping into some of the Chardonnay we have back here. Oh, you got a wine cellar. Well, it's less of a cellar and more of somebody was delivering wine into town the other day and they spilled a barrel and it broke. So we grabbed half of the barrel that still had some wine in it. We've been t- we've been bathing in it. Yeah, that's good. That's Who's good. your second best hey, person Joe, here? Joe. I need this. Uh, Who's your second best person? <laughs> Persils. Perry Winkle Persils. Come here, Perry. Uh, Joe, I'm just saying, they, they, you can make meat for them. Hi, my name's Perry Winkle Persils. All right, Perry, this is the voice I was hoping for. All right, oh, Perry. Yo. Uh, you're going to make mead with me. All right. Yeah. What's mead? So, uh, you know how bees make honey? What's a bee? Uh, this. The f- is that shit? Yeah. <laughs> so basically. Yeah, you gotta be really careful. Perry's kind of, he's a little simple. He it, gets real scared of things he doesn't know. It's periwinkle what? Periwinkle persils. Persils. My page is full of people. <laughs> All right, so Perry, this is a bee. And a bee is an insect that, uh, takes the pollen from flowers. You are know you flowers are? insect all the time by Todd? Yeah, well, we're going to... Todd? Todd? Rolf? Yeah. Rolf? Well, I'm pretty sure we're going to end up putting Rolf a... Rolf makes me so angry! I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put my fist through his brain, so... Please! <laughs> yeah. Can I join you? Uh, yeah, do, do we have to kill? Wait, who, who am I? What am I? I wish like to join you in fisting, Rolf. Sorry, I, I was just about to be like, hey, can we just, uh, like, kick him out of town or something? Because I didn't want... Then I realized... What the fuck's happening to me? Does this town make me, like, not psychotic? Man, I think I'm ribbing off on you. Uh, yeah, but here's the one God. one place where eventually uh, I don't, I think he's really screwing over a lot of people's lives. And he'll probably die in, no, he wouldn't die in war when he should. So we'll just kill him. <laughs> well, it's because he, he would fake an injury or get his doctor to say that he has something he, he doesn't. Hide and, in and, a and he wouldn't go, and he'd be excused. I want to punch him so bad. All right, Perry. So, um... Do you know what a flower is? Yes. So bees take a bunch of fluff off of flowers, yeah. and they have their little hive. It's so cute sounding. Yeah, yeah. It makes me so happy. And then they eat honey, right? No. no. They make it. It sounds like something they would puke out. Why, yeah. though? Because it's good for them. Because then they eat it later. They, they eat, eat it later. They puke. Yeah, they eat it later. And yeah. then they also make special type of jelly but, for the queen. But yeah, and so here's the thing is they make more than they need, and they're very generous, and I'm a big bee. He is. He is. Buzz? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Joe just turns into a giant bee. Just yeah. <laughs> goes right back So in. we're going to um, we're gonna start a, an apiary. Yeah. And then you're going to make mead out of, and I'll teach you how. All right, I'll help you make the eight berries. Yeah. Good. <laughs> he makes a bunch of honey simulacrums of himself. <laughs> and the eight berries. <laughs> so what's the name of this mead going to be? Do you have a name? No, that's what Me, I was asking myself you. and Irene. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 
And here I was thinking like, okay, well it's Ash, it's Ash Town or something like that. City of Ashes. City of Ashes. Just like all my dreams. Hey, uh, Perry, are you okay, dude? No, I'm so angry all the time. Do you want a hug? Yes. All right, come here, big guy. Come here. Bonnie goes in and hugs him. It's okay. Uh, Trust me, I know I am too. Rolf is such a meanie pants. Would Would you like to cut his balls off? I want to fist him with you. Uh, 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 that's a weird thing to say, but okay, we can make that happen. Mm, I'm going to go to nap now. Oh, nap time. All right. I love you, Perry. Love you, too. Starfish. <laughs> Starfish. So I'm a bee. <laughs> it's real easy. So, Joe. Joe. And my name's Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. You know, we lost our second mate. You know that, right? I'm thinking Perry, right? Yeah, I'm thinking we found our new one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah right? We'll have to see how the mead goes. Yeah, probably. we have There's to my son. You can't have him. We're not going to have him. We're offering no. him a job. He's only 12. What? Yeah. Well, He's we're... very big for his age. His dad was giant. His that dad. makes sense. But I mean, still, a 12-year-old. His, his dad was giant? His dad was what a ra- giant. What race was giant? Storm giant. I was outside dancing. And his name is giant. Yeah, I was dancing in the rain, and then this guy came down and was like, Damn, bitch, you got some fine-ass moves. And you're a halfling? Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) How are you not dead? Well, you see. (laughs) Did you just bang in his blue ever? Have you ever heard the story of the halfling and the storm giant? No, I don't want to. I think in your continent they call it the birds and the bees, but here they call it the halfling (laughs) and the storm giant. Gotcha. Okay, so your whole relationship was a metaphor. Yeah. For metaphor? Having, for having an extremely painful birth. That tracks. That really tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man. You All ever right. had a twin when you had gave birth, but it turned out to be your son? What? I don't know. I'm going back to cooking. Leave me alone. Yeah. I hate you stupid motherfucking adventurers coming in here making me, like, realize myself and become conscious and bullshit and then having to build some damn-ass motherfucker. And personality traits and bullshit. I hate all you stupid piles of shit. <laughs> Stay the fuck out of the kitchen. This is why everyone you know, says she's mean. You know, I kind of like her though. Okay, it's it's kind of like you know that sassy German. Well, yeah, you know, it's because I had Crystal as like the main key person before, and she was oh, just really kind and yeah. really this motherly and high, and always wanted something up her butt. <laughs> she <laughs> she seems like she already has something really far up there. And she doesn't like it, so I kind of like the dude's another team. twin. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But I have to say, I like how how like yeah, kind of rude she is. It kind of it's kind of we nice. we deserve it a little bit, a right? little bit. Hey, could, but could, wait, I'm just what? Could we be kind of masochists? Is is that what we're finding out? Um, I think you have Get to the fuck out of the kitchen, you piles of shit. Okay, shut up, old woman. I'll come over there. Teach you to call me old. She like walks <laughs> over to you and she pulls out a switch and like just spanks you with it. Hey, do that again, and you might have to pay me for it. No, you're gonna pay me. I mean that 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 tracks. You take two points of damage. I kind of want to hit her back, but I'm afraid I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> All right, get the f- out of the where, kitchen. Where is Ralph Junior? He's upstairs in his dad's bedroom. Is it easy enough for us to find? Go up the stairs, top floor. All right. All right. Well, he doesn't look at him like, touch me again, I'm going to knock this thing off the table. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just pats it toward the end. Yeah, actually, Don't by the way. Don't you do it! Wait, Don't what? stop it! Stop, stop it! Stop it. Stop it. What, Wait, what was your name? Stop it! What was your name? Linda Tree Swallow! <laughs> she definitely swallowed something in the tree. <laughs> um, so we walk with a, currently eating uh, some food still, crew of of 14 guys yep. and all of us walk up to this fucking <laughs> Ralph Jr.'s room. <laughs> all right. Before you, you see a door. Uh, the door is flanked on both sides by uh, red banners with a large black R on them. And the door has a candle center placed into it that is burning with a note tacked to the door underneath it that says, do not disturb. Open the door. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't kick it down. No. Oh, yeah. No, it's, 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 it's my house. It doesn't have to be a hostile takeover. 
If it's a hostile takeover, they're going to respond to it like a hostile takeover. Whereas if we're just being factual about it, if they if they bring up any opposition, then it's their problem. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal. We'll open it up. We'll go in there all nice. But if I don't like his attitude, I'm walking back out and I'm kicking the door yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, a deal. deal. All right, all right. You I could can also that. walk in with one sword drawn, not both. But I want both. Yeah, just one, just one. I'll keep it ready to where I can draw him. How okay. about that? Yeah, deal. deal. Okay. Don't want to scare him too much. All right, what do you do? Uh, 16 people walk into this room. <laughs> okay, so you guys do go into the room? Yeah. Yes. Okay, in this room, you see a large stained glass window that peers out and overlooks the entirety of the town. In front of the stained glass window is a big oak desk with a giant tall-backed computer, or not computer chair, but desk chair that is swiveled away facing the window. And... There is a fireplace flanking the desk that is crackling with a warm fire. And on the other side, a bunch of bookcases filled with leather-bound books. On the floor is a giant woven rug made out of red and blue threads, uh, creating some sort of patterned design. And you just hear from behind the swiveled chair, Ah, yes, I, I saw that you arrived. And I was waiting to meet you so that we could sign over the deed to both of you, as this is your tower, is it not? All right, that's it. I'm going to go kick the door open. No, because oh, it's it. our door. But also, why'd you, have, a door open? why'd you have the note saying don't come in if you are ready to meet us? Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. And he swivels the chair around with his hands clasped together and puts his tiny little elbows on the desk as you see a gnome. Well, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) my racial traits get the better of me sometimes, but I am, as you will find, much more refined than my cousins from across the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he did sense a little. Sorry, dreadfully, dreadfully sorry. Uh, No, that's all right. I'm I'm very pleased uh, after uh, after hearing from uh, the other Ralph. I'm very pleased to meet you, mm. Ralph, I presume. Yes, Ralph Ralph Sr. is a, an eccentric character of sorts, but he is a very good tool. Yeah. He's very charismatic, despite seeming to be the opposite. But people, it, people it seems he's only. Him. Yeah, I was going to say, it only seems like there's a certain type of people that really like him. Yes, and as you will find around here, regardless of the type of people, any amount of people is a good amount to have under your thumb. Well, yeah, and it sounds like he's a bit of a force of industry. Indeed. Um, Well, at least that's what he would have the world perceive as. You will find very quickly there are others with their hand twisting the cords of fate behind the scenes. Rolf is... I wink at him and I want to do an insight. To see if he winks back at me. To see if he's... Essentially, I want to see if he is puppeting Ralph. Ah, yes. Uh, What's your insight? Eight. You feel like, yes, maybe he is puppeting things, but you also think maybe he's trying to create a facade that he is puppeting things, even though he might not be. Gotcha. There are plenty of others with their hands weaving these strings of fate around here, and... Rolf is simply a convenient focal point for many of them. Now, right. I do believe there are some papers to sign over, and we can conclude this <laughs> business. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's start on it and put the papers yeah. down in front of him. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely curious what happens to you if we, you know, kick you out, so to speak. Oh, you're not kicking me out. Right. That's what I figured. Right. I'm simply. Moving to the next place I need to be. So yeah, so we'll still be able to, you'll still be an influence in this town and we'll be able to work with you on oh, absolutely. issues and all that. Absolutely. I helped craft this town. There's no reason I would leave by any means. So aren't you curious what plans we have for this? Oh, no. No, no, no. See, I already know what your immediate plans are. Because you see... That's weird considering we don't even know where our plans are. Oh, well, that's why I'm here to help you. You see, before I sign these over to you, there is one thing I need you to do for me. See, I've been in this keep for over 40 weeks. 
and I've discovered my good share of secrets that were here prior to Arconis's half-fated attempt at taking over the town again. And there is one thing that still seems to betray my interests, and that is the basement. I hear noises down there, but I cannot enter. Can you describe these noises? Yes, yes, yes. Howling. Howling noises. The sound of wind. Cold air. You see, my fireplace connects. There's a shaft beneath it that goes down to the fireplace on the floor below, and then down and down and down. And there's five floors. We're on the fifth. But yet there is a shaft on the first floor that then goes down. But no one can enter. I have tried. And so howling noises like wind, but not like creatures. I could not tell you. Ah, uh, it's too bad that these fucking idiots that designed this place left so much mystery. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? God. Ah, very much. But the founders of this town, the ancient founders in the current, all had very similar ideas in mind, which was <laughs> perhaps some things are better left to be discovered. I mean, yeah, but it just means we have to do menial work. You think we, if we owned something, we'd have people to do menial work for us. You uh, should, but you there, should take that. There is the problem in which what we see. Your deed gives you from floor one to five. It does not give you the basement. And yet no one else can enter the basement. Ah, but see, I have a theory that you can. And if you do get into the basement, perhaps it unlocks it for, say... The rest of us. No. Well, then I simply do not sign these deeds. Make but a sleight of hand check. I hope yours is better than mine. No. <laughs> Got a nine. Ten. He grabs <laughs> the deeds and he pushes his chair, which is on casters, over towards the fire. And he begins holding them over the fire. You see, I'm sure you want the keep. But I'm willing to lose everything if I can't know what's in that basement. Even your life? Sure. Because I'm holding the only thing that you have a value in this town right now. <laughs> While he pulls out his rapier, I beg to differ. The edge of the flip, uh, deed papers begin starting on fire. No, I, I don't care. Because it's the only thing you. The only thing I value you is literally have what's to in try my hand. entering the basement. Oh, I was going to enter it. Well, then why are we in this situation to begin because with? Because you said it would open it up for you guys. And I'm saying, no, if I go in there and open it, it's mine. You can keep whatever you find in there, but I will be living in there. Yeah, no, see, that's, I don't like a squatter. You're, you're also starting the papers on fire without even consulting the group. What group? That group? I'm not afraid of your group. I'm just saying, he said no, I didn't say no. Ah, uh, well, you only have a second or two longer. It sounds like your fault. He drops them. Out? No, into the fire. Okay, they're gone. They begin erupting in flame. Okay. Well, I mean, uh... If who, those are pieces of paper, we're heroes. We could kill you right now. I don't That's really, what I'm saying. You I really could. want to, but... You could kill me. But, again, I know what your next move is. And he says a few strange words, and you hear a loud clap as the air around where he was collapses in on himself, and he disappears. I knew something fishy was about him. Good diplomacy. Hey, you weren't speaking up, all right? Well, okay, I will say it's not only your fault. He reacted very rashly, but... Um, you could have easily been like, don't mind him. He's just Henri from the trip or whatever. I'll take care of that thing. I mean, you don't have to leave it up to me every single time. Here's the thing, though. is It seemed like he wanted to do that. I know. That's why I kind of wanted to see if he would, because I honestly don't care. First off, let's be real. I don't care about this keep at all. It sounds like something we, you know, I was like, oh, it's in our name. Great. Let's let's use it as a base of operations. But I guess he'll, maybe he'll blow up our ship, too. But we'll figure things out. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's really... Trust me, the years I've had lately, it's <laughs> who needs a base. The only base I'd call my home was the temple. And now I don't even know if that exists anymore or not. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll figure out what to do. I turn around to our crew. You guys uh, make make yourselves at home. Oh, yes, yeah, we're going to be home here on the, on the in the castle, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ha hang out around here. Get, get yourself. I call the bunk beds on floor four. <laughs> Get yourselves two days of rest and then go swap out with the guys back at the dock. Okay, that sounds like a good fair read. Good captains. Treat the uh, 
treat the staff Real in the bad. castle here good. Oh, good. But report, report to us if they treat you poorly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. Yeah. You got ours. Yeah, good, right, Captain. So, so we're in like a office, right? Yeah, it's like an office room. All right. Let's <laughs> investigate. No. I want to find a like a pen and paper. On the desk. Wiley's going to forge deeds in their name. <laughs> It's gonna be a rough one. Yeah. Well, first, firstly, Please, who's gonna argue with them? I mean, they, I got, we could probably kill. Them. I got a seventeen to investigate. Maybe there's spare deeds or something like that. Spare right. deeds. <laughs> okay, so you're just kind of digging around the room. Maybe he did a sleight of hand check and we thought it was the papers that he dropped. Yeah, I, I specifically want to check. You know, the I, I want to see what kind of paperwork he has at the desk. But okay. I also want to snoop around the fireplace, see if there's like hidden entrances or something like that. Wiley's just gonna sit at the um, desk. See just, if there's if like that. Bay window. If there's, you know, it's I can like tell from like footprints. He's been specifically looking at one sp- spot or something like that. Okay. You know. Uh, okay, so you investigate around the room, and the first thing you find is there are a lot of very rare books on this shelf. Um, a lot of these books would probably sell for quite a bit. They are old, old books. Uh, many of them predate the uh, Great War. Oh. Um, and they I'll are take in, They are in extremely good condition. I mean, you're. We're talking about a couple hundred pounds of books here. I mean, we're going to live here. You can read them whenever you want. Well. Because I know I'll probably read them okay. on our off days as there, well. There aren't some, like, of, I, I want to grab one that's just, like, the history of the of world. Y- yeah. So or like the pre-war. Okay. Um, Lord and Nobility Alfana, Volume 1 through 3. Lord of? Lord and Nobility. Of Alfana, Volume 1 through 3. These seem to kind of cover the general history of uh, Alfana, along with notable persons. Uh, if you do any history checks or knowledge checks regarding the history of Adenak, or sorry, Alfana, uh, if you have these books with you, um, which they do weigh 10 pounds altogether, uh, you can take advantage on your roll, as long as you have time to dig through the books. So, so if I want to do some research or yeah. whatever. In addition to that, you find a couple magical scrolls that are tucked in the desk, in the drawers, and throughout the other places in the room. And you find three potions of cure wounds. Uh, You also find a pouch with 20 gold pieces in it. And Wiley, as you're sitting at the desk, you're opening the drawers and everything. And in the bottom left-hand drawer, you find an arcane slinger. Oh, shit. What the fuck is this? It's kind of like, um, you find... You ever heard of, like, a dick sling? Does this look like a fucking dick? You, something you put your dick in? Um, it's got a hole on the front of it. I mean, yeah, that is true. What does what does it do? What does it do? Yeah. Does it, it look like a slingshot? No, no it, it looks, looks like, like a, a pistol. Oh. Except covered in arcane runes and its break action, and in the back of it, it looks like there's room for a glass vial or like a test tube to be pressed into it. And it's got these rotating shafts inside of the that like go around the barrel. And as they rotate, they spit out like arcane energy or like magnetic fields. Like the uh, w- the the ghost ship when we were yes. first entering the maelstrom. The things they carried, except they had very long ones that right. took two hands. This one appears to only use one. It hand. looks like how a monk did, weapon, huh? How did <laughs> I how did I not notice that? I must have not been paying too much attention. Wiley wants to look for books that are based around Tabaxi. Like Tabaxi. Because it's one of these, like, I finally learned he was the last Tabaxi, apparently in existence, potentially. Mm-hmm. Or at least from a Nazi. You find... So he's, he's like, I want to learn about what my race is. A book. All right. Called The Last Tabaxi. This covers the last family of noble tabaxis in Adenak. And the final part of the book ends roughly 20 years ago with an entry or a conclusion talking about how the tabaxi royal line was hunted down over the 200 years after the war as they were considered cursed people. And the tabaxi noble family, the monarch family, escaped and was living more or less hidden until the king and queen were captured in northern Adenak and executed as war criminals of the previous great war. 
There is no mention of a son. Wiley just puts it in his pack without saying anything. It's all right, mate. I'll teach you how to read. <laughs> and Thanks, finally, Joe. as you're looking around the room, uh, which one of you said you were investigating the fireplace? Me. Yeah. The fireplace is made out of uh, raw stone. And you notice one stone uh, towards the top right-hand corner is almost out of place. Like it needs to be kind of rotated and pushed back into its mortar. I do that. You do that. The fireplace opens up. It splits down the center. The fire grate upon which the fire is burning is pulled to the side. And behind it, you see an arcane portal. A large stone half circle with a glowing blue swirling portal in the center of it. Could I do like an arcana check to figure out where it goes? Yeah, go ahead. Man, that doesn't look good. That looks like, it looks like the one from Stormtruck. Uh, Stormtruck, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Eight. that's familiar. 18. Uh, you do an arcana check and you find some runes that are written around the edge of it that explain that this portal goes to a temple in Itnasi called Songstruck. Oh, shit. This, uh, this leads to your old temple. It does. Do you know what happened to that place? No. Yes. Yes. I try not to think of it too much. It was taken over by the New Dead Army, and all of your friends and whatnot were basically forced out or killed during the two years after you and Judge split. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And this <clears throat> was rebuilt in that time. I should say this in character. And this was rebuilt in that time frame, so Ralph fucking Jr. here probably works for the NDA. Good chance of it, yeah. And that would mean you know who I am. I reclose the uh, portal. Okay. Room. And that's where we'll end this week's episode, everybody. Thank you so much for coming and checking out this episode of Room and Bard, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Good friends playing a great game and doing a shitty job of it. Tyler and Vito couldn't join me today to record the outro because they are currently lifting extremely large boulders under the sea in order to explore what the pioneers used to ride. Uh, We just want to throw out a quick special thanks to Reed Reimer, the composer of our intro and outro theme song. If you're interested in seeing more of that, you can find a link in the description of the show notes below. Also, check out our link tree if you want to catch up with us on social media. And for any of you that are going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, April 7th, come check out a live show at Anime Detour. The show is free for anybody with a Detour badge at 9.30 p.m. Friday night in the Lake Superior Room A on the fifth floor of the Hyatt. Uh, We know it's super short notice. Uh, We've been just trying to get things going on our end and on the other ends with everything, and it's just kind of been a bit of a mess. But if you're going to be in the area and you are attending Anime Detour, come check us out that Friday night. It would mean the world to us. We want to pack the room. We have a special live show planned, and we hope to see you guys all there. And as always, I'm James, and I will see you next time. Gentlemen Games Podcast.